0: I'm suiting up! Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Darren Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Nikolaus and Mage Death. So let's go into last week's poll question. Alright, last week's poll question. We were asking you
1: how you were feeling about Ashes of Outland, the new expansion, and Hearthstone in general right now. We had 19 votes, and 52 percent, just over half, said they're they're feeling pretty good right now. 21 uh, percent, the next highest, were felt bad about the game and the expansion. 15.8 percent, not so good, and 10, only 10 percent, a little over 10 percent, said great. So that's a uh, while. While it's great that good is over half there's a a pretty large contingent that are not feeling so hot about the game and and the expansion right now and um yes that's,
2: yeah. that's, that's that, i think that there's a couple to... hosts here in the the bad category
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i actually voted this week on my person on da- the daring alkaline account which i okay. do not do generally but i voted bad
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so. same actually
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into the news for this week so we have second rounds of uh, Ashes Outland Balancer for set live Monday afternoon they were announced what Thursday last Friday Friday it was Friday yep so let's start out neutral uh, KT Sunstrider old mana cost 6 new mana cost 7 um, seems unaffected see still seeing kt and uh, the spell druid um i've seen a little bit less otk demon hunter though so i mean i guess there is that so it kind of slows down otk demon hunter just a bit but you know it still does the crazy stuff it does so uh okay i, I i'm not comp- completely hurt by it if it's but I mean, they can still do it. Like it's just one mana more.
2: So, yeah, it's a combo piece that didn't require ten mana to go off. So it's like it is a turn later, but a lot of the times you're not doing it on turn six. Yep. Um, you're doing it like turn eight, turn nine, because you need to gather a lot of the uh, a lot of the zero mana spells in order to go off. There, it's just. In the situation where you're getting high rolled, you're now getting high rolled on turn 7 as opposed to turn 6, but it's... Mm-hmm. The, the difference in removal between those two turns or the difference in cards that you can play in those two turns isn't very high, so mm-hmm. it's not like the difference between being able to play, like, Consecration or Holy Nova, you know, on turn 4.
0: Yeah. Uh, so next we look at bad luck albatross it went from three mana to four uh i did not see a flappy bird at all today and um you know i feel like it's fair and balanced that you know it's it's more fair at four mana
2: i mean honestly the card was bad and they kind of talked about it in the post it's like people should be not playing this card like ever basically and it was just everyone was doing it for no reason basically because what else are you doing on turn three most of the time i guess and so they were like yeah let's just nuke Mm -hmm. it
1: it was it was pretty good stats for the mana cost it Mm -hmm. had upside because it diluted your opponent's draws potentially and yeah it's it's uh it's. It was a tech card that was being played like a good card. And yeah, that's what and I mean. It's decks. like,
2: it is a tech card, but people were overplaying it. And it was generally like one of the lowest win rate cards in most of the decks I was seeing play in. And it's like, you should be cutting this for something else, but because you're not, we're going to nerf it. Mm-hmm. And we're not just going to like touch it. We're going to nuke it. Like yeah. that one mana change is like the harshest thing they could have done, basically.
0: So. Yeah, I didn't say you'd see play, but I felt fair. Feel like that it's it's a fair mana cost for that. It's like I mean, the big problem with it was playing against it was when you went against priest and it became tunnel weasel priest essentially. Yeah,
2: I've seen a few of those actually. And, yeah, uh, I've
0: and, I've actually that, done it
2: a couple times. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, but like the main reason I think people were playing it is because like it's the only way to deal with zephyrus basically Mm -hmm. and that card is so infuriating to play against that people are putting in a bad card just so that their opponent doesn't have access to zephyrus a lot of the time or like they 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 delay it until they draw one of the albatrosses because like
0: yeah. yeah Like I said, the problem the problem with Zephyrus is that it doesn't just reward um, deck construction; it rewards you being able to draw through your deck. So it's like, I I I still don't think I still don't think like Alex or Dragon Queen Alexstrasza and Zephyrus should be able to be you know worked in a deck that started out with more than one copy of a card like it should just check at the beginning and it's either green or or, you know it's either orange or it's not because like at least they kneecap themselves with you know um that's i mean that's what the most frustrating thing about those cards are is like it's like, oh, it, what's a Warlock's finisher? Well, it's going to go, uh, you know, Dragon Queen, Alkstraza, Zephyrus, and Alkstraza, you know, regular Alkstraza, and, well, it had a bunch of 2 of in this deck. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It drew its entire deck. Well, that's what Warlock does. Like, that's its thing. Yeah. So, it's just like, it's, yeah, it's really, I, I, you know, I'd i be a lot less frustrated with the card If it checked, like, Zen and Gen and Baku. Like, does this work? Cool. If not, you don't get the effect. You didn't build your deck accordingly, so this effect doesn't go
2: off. I completely uh, agree. And it's also, like, super tilting when you get, like, that draconic lackey with, like, zero cards in your deck. And it's like, here's a free Alex Strazzo with more dragons. And it's like, well, I guess I lose to, like... The one in eight lackey into like the one in f- thirty dragons. I don't even know how many there are in standard yeah. right now, but like, it feels so bad, man.
0: So. It's just, it's just literally, it wouldn't like, it'd feel bad to lose to that stuff if you were playing only like if it was only in Highlander, it would suck. It was just like, oh man, they had it, you know, but whatever, you know, they, their, their deck's going to be inconsistent and they're not going to get it all the time. They got it this time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's the fact that, like, that doesn't matter. Like, you can just play whatever you want in your deck, and then, like, at 10 cards, suddenly these two cards come on. And if your game is stalling long enough till that stuff comes on, and it's just like, well, I'm going to draw my deck anyways, and this card is so stupid good, and it answers whatever's on the board at that moment in time and can push me to victory, like, why wouldn't I run it? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like... Uh, yeah, I don't like the Highlander cards that, like, they should check at the beginning. You meet the conditions, you get the effect. You don't meet the conditions. Like, you can draw Al- Al- Dragon Queen Alkstrasza off of the uh, Draconic Wacky. Doesn't do anything. It's an 8-8. Eight, eight. Like, it's a plain 8-8. Eight, eight. I would be fine if they just took it out of the 8, you know, the Draconic Wacky pool. You know? Or, and all the other Discover Dragon pools. You know, the... Azure Explorer, the Bronze Explorer. Yeah. So but
2: Albatross gets nerfed because of this, so Yeah, exactly. Whatever.
0: Um let's go to quote unquote Demon Hunter nerfs. Uh big,
2: well, big oh there's frenzied Felwing. What's that? Frenzied Felwing.
0: Yes. Oh yes, I'm sorry, I overlooked a frenzied frenzy feldwing. Uh old it was a three three. Now it's a three two um you could still get it for free for doing four damage still going into tempo demon hunter and any aggressive deck like it sure like um it it makes it makes it more fair because the, like AoE like consecrate you know uh breath of the infinite um shredy Tradi- or uh, holy nova you know, stuff like that. um We'll deal with it, but... Right.
2: Uh, basically, it makes it worse against Priest. I would say yeah. it makes it worse against Paladin, but nobody's playing Paladin. And even mm-hmm. then, if they're using one of their only Consecrations on, like, two to three minions plus a Felwing, like, you're probably fine with that most of the time, especially if it's coming out on, like, turn two, turn three.
0: It's a little bit like, easier. Yeah, sure. It's it's, it's going to be a little bit easier to deal with overall, but it doesn't really stop it.
2: Yeah, like, I guess, like, yeah, Shaman doesn't have a lot of ways, doesn't have a, a ton of AoE, like, unless they're running Lightning Storm, which most aren't. Yeah, I actually there's...
1: like that it. I like that it's two health because it, it's actually easier to kill for Galacron decks because devoted maniac can now kill it, as opposed to not being able to kill it. Plus, the Galacron invoke now can kill uh, this as well. Had you, if you're playing a Galacron shaman, but I don't know that that particular case is not is happening very much right now. But uh, you know, it's just easier in the turns like if those aggressive or really high-tempo decks are getting it out on turn two or turn three, likely your counters are going to have to attack. And so the fact that, that you can potentially take out one of these things is is nice. The The problem comes in is Demon Hunter is there's like five of these that (laughs) three twos in the first three three twos or four twos that can come out in the first three turns that you all have to deal with them all or otherwise you get way behind and end up dying
2: yes yeah i would have preferred if the uh mana cost was bumped up by one as opposed to the health change but uh, yeah this is this is what we got so
0: yeah exactly so I I feel like it's better than nothing. So I feel like that is actually a change that is somewhat impactful. It still gets run, but it's easier to de- be dealt with. So it feels like it feels like a balanced nerf. It's not nuking it from orbit, but it is making it easier for other people to deal with it so Back,
1: backstab backstab other yes. la- the cobalt lackey can, yeah. can take it out now too, uh, so pretty they're, they're much goblin wacky
0: is going to be able to give something the ability to take it out so yeah. it's so, just thanks. yeah it, it just makes a lot more sense um all right next up the quote-unquote demon hunter nurse first we have altruist the outcast old mana cost three uh it was a three two now it's a four mana Four two. Okay. S- still slotted in. The uh, mage linked a video of Brian Kibler getting nine damage done in a single turn <laughs> by an altruist. Um. So that uh, doesn't seem to have slown slowed the outcast down. He's he's blind, but you know he's still got his walking stick, so he's able to he's able to toddle right along to uh, <laughs> destroying you. Um, But yeah,
1: that card was really good because of twin slice. And Mm -hmm. even at four mana, that card is really good with twin slice. And it's, it's just it, it, it can be more difficult to get a a a really ridiculous altruist uh before some of the later turns, but if you've gotten if if you've managed to navigate to turn seven, turn eight, turn nine, and then you get to play this with maybe even a skull beforehand, this thing can still do an absolute ton of damage. And the fact that it still goes face is just ridiculous to me. I don't know how this how yeah. this happened.
0: The card the card's still busted. It is like unquestionably like nothing has changed. This card's still busted, you still run it one hundred percent
2: of the time. So the problem I have with both Altruist and K T is that they're like combo cards, right? You don't Yeah at the like you don't play them very early in the game typically yeah um it's not like kane. Them...
0: it's not like Kane you'll drop and, Kane on fo- or four like you don't have a problem dropping kane on four
2: and and just let them sit there you know you yeah. kind of expect them to be removed the the next turn, but they still do the exact same thing, which is basically win you the game mm-hmm. so you're still getting that feeling it's just most of the time it's a turn later, or... Yeah. It, it's still a feel-bad moment, like, I'm... Oh, yeah. And, and they they didn't change anything about that, which is really questionable, but we'll talk about it, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Battlefiend went from being a 2-2 to a 1-2. Yep, still, still on turn one. Still going to yeah, drop it. You're still going to attack. That... It's still going to be a snowball. So you slow it I, down. Just a teensy-weensy bitch.
2: I think that this should have, again, like not the change I wanted. I wanted it to be a two-mana card. Mm -hmm. Um, because then you're making the Demon Hunters have to choose between Umbro Wing and Battlefiend. Now it's like, I'm still going to play the Battlefiend on one, and I'm still going to play Umbro Wings on two, and I don't have to think about anything for the first five turns, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no decisions, because I just play the best-statted minions in the game on every single turn, basically. Um, And I guess Battlefiend is no longer the best, but like, it's still better than what most classes have access to. Oh, yeah. So, it's like...
0: It's dirty. It's still dirty. It's still ridiculously it's good. It's still a no
2: one-drop. Like... Yeah. We got rid of Mana Worm and stuff like that for a reason. But, I guess... No. It's yeah. slightly easier to deal with because it has two health. But, like... So... I don't know.
0: Well... Then we have Glaivebound Adept. Um it was an old, it was previously a seven four.
2: Now it's a six four. See I think I met, I said this before the cast. Uh I think this is the least impactful change in the history of Hearthstone. <laughs> because like it doesn't cause when, when you're getting to like the high attack values, high attack values have um depreciating returns. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between a 6 and a 7 when it comes to health can be pretty important. Mm-hmm. When it comes to 2 to 3 health, it's extremely important. Attack is generally less valuable than health. So we're saying like 2 attack to 1 attack on Battlefiend is impactful. 7 attack to 6 attack is almost nothing. Yep. Um, if this is yep. ever hitting a minion, or it's still probably killing it. And if it's ever hitting your face, you're still taking a ton of damage from that thing, so it doesn't change anything. And it's still eviscerate on a stick. Yep. Like that part hasn't changed. It's still an eviscerate on a stick.
0: So you're telling me I get a six four with my eviscerate and all you have to do is an attack. And you're and you're telling me I have a zero cost spell that'll allow my hero to attack. So I can do this on five very easily. And I have a bunch That's... of weapons. So like the, the condition to attack, I don't even have to play a card that turn. I just have to swing.
2: So what you're telling me is that altruists, the outcast, Battlefiend and Glaive Bound Adept all get super broken because of twin slice and twin slice has evaded nerfs twice now. I I
0: think they like okay. how twin slice working. It's pretty good. Pretty good guys.
1: Glaivebound still uh, can trade into and kill a Siamat. It can trade in and kill a Shield of Galakrond. Those are the things that, you know, if you were were going to attack a minion with this, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't killing a Dragon Queen Alexstrasza or the regular Alexstrasza. It's still not going to do that. But, I mean, if your 5-drop could take out a 9-drop, just, you know, one for one like that that would be ridiculous and so i mean it's like it, it's it's still practically doing that and we're not even talking about the fact that it's got the eviscerate on it and all that sort of thing which i think is the primary reason you're running it right yeah because it could take the it could, you could use it on a minion you can use it to go face whatever you want to do with it and, it, and it's just that was it's just more reach and more just I have to kill this minion right away, or else I'm going to die. Well,
0: well, here's here's the real problem. With- here's the real problem. There's no real AOE on turn five that deals with a four health minion, besides the Demon Hunter spell. And who's running that? Like, there's nothing on turn five that really easily deals with that, because chances are you have a board behind it, and that's the problem. It's super easy for you to, like, if the Depth was the only thing on board on turn five, you'd be like, okay, I can deal with it. Like, yeah, that's not the worst. But, like, it's the fact that there's, you know, probably a Seder or, you know, Battlefiend or whatever's behind it, too. You have a board, so you're like, I want to clear this board. And it's a 6-4, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just out of reach for so many things. You just have to have the stars aligned to, to deal with that on turn five. And, you know, like priest you can, you know, you can do things in priest, but and you know, rogue can still deal with it, but it still feels like a lot of the other classes are like When do I get to play? <laughs> I I just feel like that's like the real problem is that the four health is ooh, major problems. If you give it take it down to three health. I think people think twice about if they're putting it into a deck. So, but, you know. (sighs) Now let's move on to Warlock. Um, Sacrificial Pact. Old, destroy a demon, restore 5 health to your hero. New, destroy a friendly demon, restore 5 health to your hero. Okay, that, that should have been broken,
2: fixed, uh, about three years ago, like,
0: that's how the interaction yeah. was intended to be.
2: So, like, it started off, with, like, it made sense before, because Warlock was the only class that had demons, there wasn't a neutral demon except for Illidan, mm-hmm. until, I don't remember when the first one really was, but we kind of all made a big deal about it, it's like, is there a neutral demon, guys?! Um, and it still didn't really go anywhere. So well, it's yeah, I was going to say, remember,
0: there, there, like, were, there were a few here and there in the Witchwood, like the um, Witchwood Piper was a demon, yeah. Nightmare Amalgam, like there were a few, few and far between Prince Malchazar, you know, there. so there were a few here and there, but never enough that it would be like, I'm going to run this and I'm going to mess with my opponent real bad. So...
2: Yeah, um, but now that we have a lot more demons, like basically every class has a demon now, with mm-hmm. like the um, the dormant guys and the demon hunter as a class now. So yeah, it it was time to get rid of that change.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I mean this is this is how it was intended to be. It was it was intended to be friendly, and the the only downside to this is that it hurts it hurts warlock and helps demon hunter <laughs> i mean a class that didn't need really any help and it just like gives it a big boost because like warlock was one of its biggest you know counters and now it's like oh you're a warlock aha oh, that's so cute i'm going to kill you <laughs> <laughs> so then we got one buff paladin Libram of Justice uh, went from costing 6 to 5. Um.
2: Out of all of the cards they could have buffed in Paladin, they picked probably one of the least important ones. Yeah. Because, like, this thing was always fine. Yeah. You know, like, the the difference... Obviously, it gets discounted, right? So if you play the Truth secret, it goes down to 3 now, which is obviously, you know, pretty important. But, like... It, it was something that you had to save until very late because, you know, what what are you going to do? Because you know? they have so little removal and they have so little card draw that they have to conserve their resources so, like, they have to hold it to the chest. It's like, I love you. I'm never giving you up, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, because cause they can't do anything. It's like. Once, once they see that libram of justice come down, it's like okay, I can flood the board now. I don't have to care because they can't do anything about it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So, having that change like that that does not solve any of their problems.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Um, so we have the New Year's uh uh New Year of the Dragon celebration bundle. Uh, it's 45 packs for 30 bucks. So you get 15 of those Year of the Dragon packs, which have, you can pull any one card from the uh, the Year of the Dragon expansions 10 Rise of Shadow, 10 Savior of All Dooms, 10 Descent of Dragons. So that's four, so it's 30, 45 packs. Yes, as I said earlier, for 30 bucks. So less than a buck a pack. Um, it's like a buck of a pack for the the three expansions and then you also still get the 15 dragon pack. So it seems like a good deal.
1: Yeah, and it's like available until the beginning of May, uh, May 4th it looks like. And so if if you're if you need cards from those expansions, that's going to be a uh, now with the uh with the pack changes, it's, it's going to be great. Allow you. It, it's significantly going to help you fill in uh some of the missing cards from there because yeah you're getting you're getting 10 packs from each of the expansions and then you're getting 15 that's a combination of all three so uh it's actually it seems like probably one of the better bundles they've put together uh and made available it's a little spendy especially uh you know but uh for the pack cost per pack it's 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 pretty significantly reduced to even where it normally is.
0: So, um, let's go on to... Uh, let's help contribute data to Vicious Syndicate's weekly report. I will put the link in the description. So, upda- they updated their Hearthstone Deck Tracker plugin for the and the new ladder on April 7th, and can also contribute for, uh, data from Firestone Deck Tracking app. So... Yeah,
1: they, they were... Dealing, dealing with kind of a a, going into the new expansion, they were going in, they were having fewer and fewer people contribute. And then with the latter change, it broke their plugin. So they were getting no data for a week. And so they got the new their new plugin available uh, with the expansion launch. They're looking for people to contribute. It's really easy to do. It, just run it, it. Yeah. You yeah. Just run it, it while it,
0: you're playing the game, and it helps give data, which can eventually get back to the developers. So there's just it's one of those things that like if you put data together, they can't really refute your experience at that point in time.
1: Yeah, we you know we've suggested in the past using resources like Vicious Syndicate, and I think they provide. A very interesting meta report each week, and so uh, being able to give them more data so they can do more of what they do, uh, uh, with their weekly report, I think is is on us to do it if we
0: can. Exactly. So, and then uh, Mage found a top ten uh, tips to improve Hearthstone guide by Liquid Ox HS, a competitive Hearthstone subreddit. So, I will also link that in the show's description, so that'll be available there. So maybe do you want to kind of go over the two the two points you highlighted uh out yeah. of there.
1: So so this is just a, a, typically every few months or something somebody puts out a guide on the competitive HS subreddit. just talking about ways to improve at Hearthstone and we're obviously a podcast, we want to help you improve. And so I think there was definitely some interesting tips in there. Uh, I Some of the stuff we've touched on before, I think a lot of the stuff we've touched on before, but it's always good to see that in writing again. Uh, two things that really stuck out to me from this particular guide was slow down. You, you have, you have, uh, you know, 45 seconds in the, in the first two turns, you've got a minute 15 in the, in the, you know, after that. So you don't necessarily have to quickly make your move and hit, hit the button you don't get bonus points for spending only 10 to 15 seconds on your turn think about what you're going to do plan out your entire turn before you even start doing things and if it requires you to draw then do your figure out what you're going to do and then do the draw and then see if the draw makes it changes what it is you're planning to do and uh you know you can also think about what your opponent's going to do and, and you know that sort of thing as well and so Uh, slow down was a good one, and then interrogate yourself. I actually, I had a coaching session this weekend, and uh, one of the things that uh, we talked about was the fact that take a few moments after each game and ask yourself, was there something that I could have done differently? Whether, Whether it was a win or whether it was a loss. Ask yourself, was there something you could have done differently? Because nine times out of 10, there probably was a decision at some point during the game that, that you could have done differently and and seeing how the game ended in the way that you went, think about with the way it may have gone had you gone that other route. And, you know, maybe it would have led you to have win versus not. And and just uh, just kind of ask yourself some questions about the game and, and give yourself a few moments to to reflect on the game that you just had before diving into the next one. And it was definitely something that I do because Mm -hmm. i i tend to just roll it from game to game and i think that there's definitely an advantage to doing that thinking about the game immediately after you've played it asking yourself a question or two about it before moving on to the next one
0: yeah for sure so we'll get those links again in the show description so let's move on to the main topic we're probably going to be a shorter episode this week but our main topic was post-patch meta discussion. Um, I've been playing. Um, I hit legend today, uh, with uh, like a tempo demon hunter kind of style of deck. Thank you. Um, yay! yay. I'll,
2: I'll do, legend I'll do an actual
1: I did. I did the. I did the kind of the golf clap, but not really, <laughs> so that it wouldn't actually go on the microphone. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. None of you listening are you going see. to see the golf clap that's not audible, so I should do like an actual yay, so that you know that we're at, we're we're happy that you did that.
0: Yes, I saw that you hit Legend over the weekend as well. I did on so, Sunday. yeah. Look uh, at look at us. Yeah. Look
1: at us. <laughs>
0: we're triple crown winners. Uh,
2: there's a lot of people in Legend. Oh, I know. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this, but like the The barrier to entry to legend is so much lower now,
0: oh yeah, for sure, that
2: basically a, a lot of people are just hitting it. I think there was like sixty thousand people in e u hit it or something stupid like that, um, uh, and in n a it's well over twenty thousand, so yeah, <laughs> um, we still got almost
1: and as of this recording, we still have almost ten days left in the month,
2: yeah, like yeah. Because, like, like, part of the problem, I don't want to talk about this too much, but part of the problem was that, like, from rank 5 to legend, that was 20- you had to go plus 25. Mm-hmm. Now, once you, your win streak multiplier ends at diamond 5 for most people, you have to go plus 15. So, they're almost having the ask. So, that's basically, so that's why it's, I was
0: saying, it's basically, can you get to rank 2, is, rank 2 is not legend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so. anyone who basically hit rank 2 on a semi-consistent or even, like, a rarely consistent um, basis just has hit legend. Yeah. Um, there yeah, are that's... exceptions. I don't want to make anybody feel bad if they haven't hit it yet. But, like, a lot, 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 lot more people are hitting it this month compared to any other month. And I wonder if they're going to be changing anything. I don't know, I don't know. Because I don't know if legend should be this accessible, easy. Yes.
0: I don't, I don't disagree with you. So, but regardless, I'm happy to be there again. Like I, I made it to rank one, four stars last month. So like, <laughs> I thought I was like, yeah, I can, I can hit legend. I was just gonna take a little bit of time and figure out what worked. Um. So obviously. If I hit legend with Demon Hunter today, then the nerfs haven't really affected uh, the tempo Demon Hunter all that much. Um, Demon Hunter still good. <laughs> imagine that! Imagine that. I was actually running a deck with um, Volpira Scout, two Volpira Scoundrels, in it. And I was watching Firebat stream last night and they were talking about it and then I found a deck on HS replay or HS top decks. And yep. It's what I took to legend. I was playing spell I was playing Spell Druid for uh the nerfs, most of it, and then I hit Priest. I hit Priest, 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 and then I was like, Alright, I'm tired of losing the priest, so I switched over to Demon Hunter. And I just pushed through and got to legend, so and I I feel like yeah, it's like next month uh just one more aside. It's gonna be easier to get to legend next month because we're gonna have a two X multiplier through Diamond Five. No. No uh
2: they, oh, they said that only like the top Legend players are gonna get it. I think they said around top fifteen hundred. Yeah,
1: fifteen hundred,
2: yeah. Um so if you're okay. lower than that, then you should only be getting the ten. Okay, well, that's fine
0: then I feel like okay that that makes more sense then I was gonna say, yeah, like it's gonna be super easy then, but yeah, still gonna there, get the ten stars though so the the demon
1: hunter builds are pretty similar to the way they were. It seems mm-hmm. like some of them are going back to the priestess of fury the Antae, the you know the Antean and the priestess were in their day one, then the Antan got nerfed uh priestess just fell out of the deck just because it was too slow for for all the tempo things you wanted to do with demon hunter now it's back in along with the uh the the four mana card that uh that reduces the mana cost right I, to, yeah yeah next team, the raging fell screamer yes is the is the four mana four four so you can actually i mean set up to be able to to go raging Fell Screamer into the Priestess of Fury on turn Five. Mm-hmm. Uh Warglaives are still in there, the Twin Slice is still in there, Alterus is still in there, it's still it still can pump pump out a lot of damage really quickly. And I, you know, there's some people that are experimenting with putting things like mana burn in their tempo deck, which seems a little weird, but at the same time it's like it kind of screws with what your opponent's trying to do. And I know I got got a couple times uh, when I was laddering up where it just like, all I needed to do was stabilize, or I was setting myself up that I could stabilize as long as I was able to play the cards I wanted to play on the turns I wanted to play them, and the mana burn just kind of screwed me out of being able to stabilize and and allowed for an extra wave of damage to come in that I, that I w- had planned on removing, but couldn't because of the mana burn. So mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't think that's going to end up being in the, in the tempo deck for too long, but I could definitely, I, you know, you've got some people experimenting with things right away after, after the patch. So.
0: Yeah. So just looking right now. I just scrolled over to uh hs replay so uh the number one win rate is rogue has the number win rate at 52.6 percent which makes sense because rogue still does very well against demon hunter um then demon hunter at 52.4 and then hunter and mage is actually kind of made a comeback um but it's Mage is going pretty much Highlander right now. Um, and... yeah, the top the top
1: win rate deck uh, from Diamond to Legends since the patch hit yesterday is a Highlander Hunter or Highlander Mage deck uh, with at about a 62% win rate. Uh, and then there's a couple tempo Demon Hunters and then the next best deck is another Highlander Mage. So I feel like Highlander Mage is actually doing really well since these balance changes i mean i think they have a lot of different tools uh to handle uh aggression as well as they can just generate um they've got you know a lot of you can you can go more minion focused and then you've got freeze effects and you've got all this sort of thing and so you can kind of just lock people out and then you've got some big bomb cards that can potentially just win you the game
0: mm-hmm yeah it was just just looking i don't have premium hs replay so i don't get to see all the fancy stuff so um but yeah it's, it's if what, i'm just looking here real quick yeah so, so i mean i feel like i feel like galakron rogue is
1: is doing well like you said and uh you know it seems like there's a lot of people are gravitating toward a secret package with the Galakron Rogue, which I I I know people like Jay Alexander who play a lot of Rogue aren't enamored with that version. I think I think he likes the uh, like the stealth package in 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 Galakron Rogue better, but but it does feel like. Uh, I think Vicious Syndicate was saying in their report last week that they're pretty close as far as win rate goes, based on those the the those different packages. So, I mean, what we found during a lot of the last expansion was that Galeran Rogue was just good. Right? You could put you could put uh, you have this core set of cards, and then you could put that last five or six cards in Galeran Rogue could be a variation of things, and you could still do pretty well with the deck. And I'm almost wondering if that's not a bit of a remnant of that, almost, where it's like, stealth is okay, the uh, secret package is okay, but it wouldn't necessarily matter if it was those or if it was something else, right? Yeah, I think that's... maybe, Maybe not the Burgle package, it seems like that's less great right now.
2: I think the stealth package is better overall, but the secret package is more fun, so that's why people are gravitating I, towards it i, I, I like saying christmas trees like the the other issue is playing around
1: secrets especially playing around secrets that are not in the class that you're playing against it's yeah. like because typically when you're seeing a secret in that secret playing against a galakron secret rogue you're either seeing one and it's a and it's a uh it's a rogue secret or you've they've played the legendary Hanar, and then they're usually playing two or three secrets. So then it's like then you have like the you know, the mysterious challenger uh, you know, tree of secrets that you have to deal with and God only knows what they could be, and it's it's really hard to play around several secrets at the same uh at the same time when they're coming from all different classes.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just gets really nuts. So yeah, Shadow Jewel or Hanar's <laughs> just yeah, really, really solid and doing work. So I mean so it seems like Highlander is back in pretty pretty big force, but Demon Hunter hasn't gone anywhere. In fact, it's feels pretty untouched to me. Um and then I mean that's I mean that's why Rogue is doing so well right now is because Rogue can Beat Demon Hunter pretty easily. Like if you draw at least decently, you can match what the Demon Hunter is doing. It's all low health stuff. You can do stuff and generate more minions than they can do. Deal with I like I said, I was playing a lot of uh, Demon Hunter, and that Rogue matchup is not a good one. So yeah, there's been a uh, I've seen a fair amount of
1: Priest. Yeah, And that's, you know, we, we talked about that they've got some early board removals. They've got, you know, some healing effects. There's, there's you know, it seems like a lot of them are running Galakron again. Yes, and, yeah. That's uh,
0: what seems to be the more popular version right now. Instead of a Resurrect package, it's just straight Galakron. Yeah, um, it's either, either a Highlander version
1: or just a, a, a regular... Two of deck with Galakrond in it as well. Yeah. So there's a couple different ways you could build it, and and I think that you know that makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't like seeing I, if there's a class I don't really like playing against it. It seems like it's <laughs> it seems like it's priest. Yeah, so. it's a lot
2: of people's least favorite class to play against, and um, yeah, it's for a large variety of reasons, but um
0: warrior seems to be sticking in that like um no hands esque, uh no hands gamer esque warrior build with the pirates and the bomb package um yeah. so there's a couple variations on that but when you see warrior it's probably playing risky skipper armor smith bomb wrangler um and you know yeah, that brute Um, that can
1: come down based on injured injured minions that that got a lot of play this weekend at the uh grandmasters week one and i think that in a combination that it's got a pretty good matchup against demon hunter means that everybody's now trying it it's it's a rather difficult deck to pilot because you you do have to plan out your turns and uh you know some of the big turns are, you know, trying to lock out your opponent by playing a, a, a big Armor Smith turn along with your Risky Skipper and and like the Blood Boil Brute, but mm-hmm. it's it, it it's pretty good and it and I think it actually is a pretty good deck. It's just yeah. It's it's not easy to play. No. Well, if
2: I remember correctly from the Vicious Syndicate, the only one that they've uh, reported which was before these nerfs, it was the only class that had a deck with a positive win rate versus Demon Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, could,
0: I could believe that. So. Yeah. Um, then you look at Druid. Druid's still pretty much running the Spell Druid, and that's pretty much unchanged by the KT nerf. Uh, they were they wanted to wait to turn seven, anyways, because Bog Beam and Iron Bark and all that stuff becomes free, which makes KT become nuts. So you can, you know, put big a build, big a uh, build a huge board, buff it up, and then still put uh, Gift of the Wild on it. So like, that's still. That I mean,
2: turn seven is actually turn five because it's jurid, yes. right? So
0: exactly
1: yep and and warlocks seem to be mia now yeah since the since the patch the the sacrificial pack. it wouldn't necessarily seem like the sacrificial pack by itself would be enough to completely remove that deck
0: but it is i've seen i've seen it a couple times but it doesn't seem anywhere near as effective um they were they were typically running the albatross as well yep Um, that's the other big thing yeah
1: you know, they had the albatross, they could they could kill the demons, but it just yeah, it doesn't feel like things line up as well anymore for that deck. It's it's actually quite crazy to me that um that that, that this would be that big a thing. But
0: you know, I've seen more paladins and murloc paladins nonetheless running the imprisoned Sungill, whatever it is. Like that thing is being run. Like and that deck is winning. So that's a thing. Just in there your is... face. In your <laughs> or, face Murlocs.
1: It's at, at, at some point we're gonna have to have a discussion about the dormant minions because it just there's way more seeing play yes. and way more that are actually decent than than I think we thought. Because I would agree is, with that. It is crazy it is crazy to me. There's one in the egg warrior deck. There's this one in the in the Murloc deck, the 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 imprisoned observer is actually pretty solid in the mage deck. It's there's they they seem to be everywhere, and and the 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 scrap imp even is working in zoo in a zoo list. Yeah, so it's exactly. like it's it, it's crazy to me that they're that those looked so bad on the surface, but they are actually seeing play, and some of them are are actually quite quite good in the decks they're in.
0: Yeah, so yeah, War Arc has you. um um, let's see so druid hunter hunter is pretty much face hunter uh seen some like dragon some highlander so those are still the things uh we talked about murloc paladin which is shocking to say the least i did not expect that to be murloc
1: paladin in 20
0: uh 2020 hearthstone what is this it just never well i mean they get the angler has nothing frustrating yes. apparently that the only thing that thing pulls is underbelly angler from my experience <laughs> your opponent guaranteed that would seem good yeah that, that double, would seem double, good, yeah. Six damage double underbelly angler so um so I yeah try that if, if if that's what that thing does from my personal experience that's what happens but you know oh, okay uh, your, i don't your mileage may vary yeah <laughs> exactly I'm okay. sure if I played it it would just be, you know, the two war or the war not the war leader, but the the one that summons a one one. The, oh. the
2: tide
0: the tide caller is it? No, is the there, tide caller tide is Tidehunter, tide Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Tide
1: Tidehunter. Yes. Ugh. Don't get your Murlocks wrong.
2: Or uh, Billy? The Murloc Raider? I don't know where Billy came from, but I remember someone always called him Billy, so now I do. Oh
0: okay. Oh, okay and i mean that's pretty much what's in the meta right now i think we hit everything we didn't have it written down we're just kind of there's the data is not extremely we're we're a day into it so it's kind of hard to say this is more of our personal experience than anything else you know so it is will definitely
1: flesh out over the over the next few days and you know we'll have another Grandmaster weekend this weekend, and, and
0: so oh, be... that was that was the last we missed Shaman. That was the last one. Oh, Shaman. Totem Shaman. Yeah, Totem Shaman. Apparently, people are trying. Like, and <laughs> it's not a
2: meme, guys. It's I swear.
0: <laughs> yeah, if if you're if you're not playing get, Demon Hunter, you might you playing against a Demon Hunter, you might be able to beat someone with it. But like Demon Hunter, just get like out smashes. your splitting axes and let's go. Yeah, that, oh that my god. plus two attack for your totems suddenly becomes viable. It's, you know, if somebody
2: it's... told me that Totem, Totem Hulk, Shaman, Shaman would actually so be a freaking deck. <laughs>
0: oh, you just mean Totem Golem, though, right? That's what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, they reprinted Totem Golem. <laughs>
0: no.
2: Um, oh my god, I can't actually believe that this is a real deck and that it's surprisingly good (laughs) like
0: yeah it is it's very interesting all right so that's gonna do it for this week mage you want to give us the poll question all right poll question for this week is
1: we we, so we talked about the the balance changes we talked about what we've seen so far since the patch has gone into effect and so we want to know which class do you think is going to be the biggest winner as a result of the latest round of balance changes is it going to be Mage that has the top deck right now? Is it going to be Rogue? Because they were good before and, you know, they could be good again. Is it going to be Demon Hunter? Oh my <laughs> god, can it possibly be Demon Hunter? Because, you know, they've only had a bunch of cards nerfed so far. But, you know, they could be Demon Hunter. Yes. Or is it another class? If you pick that one, please reply and let us know which class you think it is of the other, of the other seven. We will uh, gather those results and we will talk about those results on next week's show. Awesome.
0: Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Join our Discord with our top pin tweet. You can find uh, the sh- You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com and you can contact me at DaringAlkaline. Nicholas? You
2: can find me on Twitter at Nicholas123. And
0: Mage...
1: You can find me on Twitter at death Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash death
0: Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in this week. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. 3.